Hi, and welcome to another episode of This One Time at OU. Thanks so much for joining us. This is Roz, and today's show is going to be all about, I'd say, my second favorite bar at OU, The Pub. The Pub, of course, is right around the corner from Tony's, so uh, right on Court Street, and um, you can always just wander right from Tony's into The Pub. I always remember their beer cheese soup and... Um, the aquariums, uh, beers and drinks. And, you know, it's a place that really hasn't changed much. It's been there since 1974. And I don't, I think it's the exact same since then. So we have three special guests here today. We have uh, my good friend, Susie, who went to OU. Uh, what years did you go to OU, Susie? Um, 1981 to 86. 86. I started late and, um, um, so, yeah, I think I don't think it was exactly five years, but I wasn't on the five-year plan. I think I graduated on time. <laughs> you think? I think. It's, it's distant memories. And then we also have Slats that everyone knows, and he's talked a lot about um, his pub time already a little bit on the podcast. And it's so fun. We have like a little pub reunion here. And uh, Slats, tell us about your friend Andy, who's also joined us. Well, it was good. When Roz told me we were going to throw this together, uh, Andy, I think, I'm not sure, maybe you remember, you may have gotten me the job there. I'm guessing I knew you before I started working there. So kind of put two and two together, and I was thinking you were probably responsible for me getting start work there. You remember that? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Maybe. 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 It, it kind of makes sense. So let's just go with that. So Andy yeah, got me the job good. at the pub. Uh, he was a bartender out front. I unfortunately didn't turn 21 until I was uh, just about a senior, so I had to work back in the kitchen. But it didn't limit how much fun I had at the place and uh, and how much I liked it. Um, I was going to say so, that, too. It didn't ahead. limit how much we drank there. Yeah, no, not at all. It made it easier, actually. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah. So then when Roz mentioned this, I was like, oh, God, I haven't talked to Andy for a few years. I'm sure he's got some good stories. We'd like to talk about the pub. I mean, I know all of us that work there, really anyone that went to OU has got fond memories of it. Like Roz, I would say it wasn't my number one, but it was definitely, you know, in my oh. top three. And as, and I did spend a ton of time there for not being my number one, but it was also because of the uh, exceptional prices on drinks when you had someone like andy keeping track of your tab for you it kind of worked out well that way <laughs> so, so yeah so so i'm glad to have andy here with us too so uh i was there from 86 to 90 and andy was right around the same time maybe a couple years earlier i was thinking maybe he and Susie uh cross paths they may have but um yeah andy go ahead and uh, give your spiel well, yeah, I, I, you know, I was trying to remember when I actually started. I, I, I started like slats. I, I started in the kitchen way back when, and I, I think I spent like a year, two years in the kitchen before uh, Tony Ferrian, who was the bartender for a while out front, the main uh, guy. He, he was uh, open a new place, so I moved into the bar like maybe in '88, maybe something like that. Probably stayed till like '90 or '91. Yeah, sounds about right. So those were that was pretty much my span too, I think. So Susie, do you remember Tony from before that? Uh, Tony from Tony's. No, no to Tony Farian was, was the, the kind of a manager out front at night, oh. and then he ended up opening up the dugout down the street. No, that was before me. The manager when I was there was named Stephanie. She was a real tiny, petite uh, little brunette with super curly short hair. She was really close friends with Tees, the owner's wife, who mm -hmm. worked there a lot when I was there. She was uh, on 
pretty hands-on at the point that I was there. I'm trying to think. I would have been there like 81 or 82, and then I would have turned 21 in 83. So I had to... So even though the drinking age was, wasn't 21 when you were there, yeah, you had to be we, 21 to be a bartender or right. waiter. And I rem- that's where I learned how to make Bloody Marys. They had really good Bloody Marys, and that's, uh, that, that was a pretty popular thing. With the horseradish and everything. And I know how to make beer cheese soup. You do? (laughs) She has never shared this with me before. (laughs) It's not hard. (laughs) Hey, Susie, do you remember Roger? He was kind of the daytime dude. I was was asking uh, Slash about that, too. I told him, do you remember the guy who was a full-time bartender during the day whose teeth wiggled when he talked? (laughs) Not attractive man. But, uh, yeah, he's always really nice. I remember he would, um, I would come in so hung over on Saturdays. He would open, and um, I don't even know how I survived. But, yeah, he was always there, always there. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, I, he I, died. I just, go ahead, sorry. No, I just, no, I, just I remember, I, he, died he died a few years, years back. back. I, I don't remember. Um, I don't remember what year or whatever, but yeah, he was kind of one of the mainstays during the day. Every time you'd go, you'd go in there in the morning and he'd be there and he would hold the fort till like four o'clock or so every, every single day. That just shows how bad my memory is. <laughs> I vaguely remember him, but. It's hard to forget a guy whose teeth wiggle when he talks. Wiggling teeth. Yep. I remember that. We should have gotten drunk and just pulled that damn thing out. <laughs> That's that probably what happened happen? to it to begin with. <laughs> yeah, the other thing, Andy, we were talking about was uh, Ava, the grandma at the kitchen. Yeah. And Susie yeah. was saying she actually lived with her for a spell towards the yeah, end of her uh, stay in her. Athens. No she, kidding. She let me stay with her for a couple months after I graduated because I, uh, I hadn't quite moved on yet. I had a boyfriend that lived in, t- you know, town and... I was hoping he would leave, but he didn't. So I eventually did leave, but uh, she let me live with her for a couple months in her little little country house. It was the cutest little things, you know, doilies and grandma stuff. And uh, she was the sweetest thing. She'd do anything for you. I love yeah, her. She was my grandma away from home for sure. I honestly, I think I remember, I think I was actually there but when she got hired. I'm wow. pretty sure. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. But, yeah, I think I was actually there when she got hired. And then I remember uh, a girl, tall, blonde, that was um, – uh, her name was Hope, and her sister was a twin. Or she named was Faith. A twin, Hope and Faith. Yeah. Do you remember them? They She would have been younger than me, so she might have been I remember them. still. I yeah, they were, there, they were there for a long time. Oh, that's funny. She was huh. a sweetheart, too. Yeah, That's Eva funny. was uh, was, amazing. was amazing, and you know she she, she didn't take didn't shit take from shit anybody, from anybody. Uh, but yet she had this grandma thing. Boy, boy, if if you were on her bad side, bad side, watch out. You know? Oh, I would never be on anyone's bad side. She would never uh, give. We done. always tried to get her to give us her uh, potato salad recipe, and she would never give it. To us. She always said, "When you're out of school, I'll give it to you. When you graduate, That's I'll give funny. it to you." And, Sure enough, like once I got home, she's like, give me your address. And like a year later, I got this really nice letter from her and she gave me the potato salad recipe, which is wow. funny. I never made and I actually was looking for it because I was going to post it on our website and I found the letter, but I don't have the recipe portion of it, of course. So it's kind of funny. I was just reading through that just before this podcast. But yeah, she was great. And then I worked with um, Dave 
um, Andy, remember Dave? He was from Avon too, Hippie Dave. So he and oh, I were yeah, like the yeah, two yeah. mainstays in the kitchen. I think he stayed quite a few years after and, and stayed with stayed with her. But uh, she liked the both of us, and he was he was a good worker too. We yeah. had a lot of fun back there. In between there and back in the alley, with but, the people that feed you. Well, I mean, the key was as soon as you were shutting down the kitchen, you go out to the bartender and be like, "What do you guys want?" And then you'd stuff them full, you know, give them whatever they want, and then you could come out right. and sit at the bar all night, you know. Oh, I remember them feeding us all the time. Yeah, well, you would. I would always make sure that most of it came right before I was done and getting ready to start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> it was all calculated. But like I say, the tabs. I mean, I don't know what I was making. What was minimum wage back then? Three bucks or something. So I wasn't getting tips. So they would just say, "We'll keep a tab and we'll take it out of your paycheck." You know, so it was perfect. Then you get your tab at the end of the week, and it was it'd be like you know three dollars or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were winter breaks because it was you know I don't know if you guys ever stayed through winter break. I think yeah, Andy, I you did a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. that was the place to go. Like it was kind of cool because there'd be like the hunters hanging out in there, and it was kind of the one place that was a little more crowded. You know, over winter break, it got, I felt like we just lived in there, and all my friends, of course, loved me because we could go in there, drink on the tab all day, and it would be you know it'd be give me a quarter. Uh, the, the winter breaks I was there. I really liked. I can remember sitting in there in some of those like wicked snowstorms. That's when it was really bad out, and you'd look outside, and it felt so cozy in there. You know. Yeah. Like yeah, some of, of your classic hole in the wall, a bar experience, sticky floors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like Raj, wood. you were saying that it, it just hasn't changed too. Like that's, you don't get that a lot. Although in Athens you do. Like I went back last summer and, you know, Tony, CI, Crystal really are the exact same, you know? So, but most places you go, they get kind of rehabbed and things are different. I like going back when it's just kind of feels like home when you go back, you know? I, I never have gone back. I, I know I should go with Roz because she, she's always, I always say she's living, she lived my life 10 years after I was there. It was like we had the same memories, the same lost tooth memories. They're not that old, five years. <laughs> yeah. I lost a tooth in that bar. Oh, there was a mug and margarita. It oh was down God. a hall, uh, a alley. And I fell and actually lost a tooth there. So, yeah, that's another memory. <laughs> you lost a tooth at the pub? No, uh, at Mug and Margarita. It was a different bar. I was walking out of there. Uh, yeah, so I was very young and drunk. No, <laughs> I was a young, naive Catholic schoolgirl with a drinking problem in the 80s at OU. What, what could go wrong? <laughs> Working in a bar. Yeah, what could go wrong? Yeah, I think I was there last summer. That, that's when I sent you that text, Andy. I'm like, recognize this? I sent him kind of a half picture of just a little piece of the bar. And he's like, oh, I know where you are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you no. get a chance yeah, to get back much? I, I haven't I been back too much. When You know, you know, we've been in the fraternity, so sometimes that that's a good connection back. You know, they have reunions kind of more on a regular basis. But I've been back a few times, yeah. It hasn't changed at all. The green bar tops, the wood, you know. Oh, my gosh. I've I'm going to be going back to work a few times. My, my kid just transferred there, so now I'm looking forward to Dad's Weekend and all that fun stuff. So looking forward to wow. that. Wow. Well, I'm an online student now. I always tell people I graduated from OU and then had to go back to college. So I went to nursing school, but I'm getting my BSN from OU, so I'm a bobcat again. Nice. That's awesome. 
Yeah, you so know, you, you mentioned uh, the breaks, you know, there really were, I remember there were, there were two different lives for the pub, you know, when school was in session, we were packed, I had a, I had a guy taking cards at the door, you know, um, a line out the door, it was crazy, you know, hot in there, music cranking, in the, in the summertime, you know, we'd be sitting in there with like the county prosecutor just shooting the shit, you know, it was just like com <laughs> completely different world, you know. It was yeah, it I was fun. I really liked too. the summers. Well, that's where I think that place pulled a lot more like the locals. You know, I don't think I mean, maybe you'd get them some at the other bars, but just because it was the restaurant combo, you'd get that like local feel, you know, especially mm -hmm. like the summer or the winter time with all the deer hunters coming in. Or is that what they're I assume they're hunting deer, I'm not a hunter, but I think that's what they were hunting. Among other things, things, hunt deer, deer and, and turkeys, turkeys and stuff. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I just gave it kind of a good feel. Like I say, I like the place. I always make a point to go back when I go back. Although I don't know that I've really eaten there since I was in the kitchen. So, Is all right, beer, cheese, soup. We got any other favorite uh, food items that were there? I just remember hating that peanut butter burger. They had a burger with just peanut butter on it and two slices of bread. It was disgusting. See, I don't remember that. You uh, remember that one? They must have gotten rid of that. It was the <laughs> owner's favorite. He would come in and eat it. And his his name was Steve and his wife's name was Tease. Do yep. they still own it that you know? No, they yeah, sold they it sold to it Tom. To Tom, I forget, um, Tom's, I forget last Tom's last name. Nice guy. Nice he started guy. as a waiter and then and kind of moved into it when Roger passed away. Tom him. kind of became the front of house manager during the day. And then uh, eventually Stephen Teese wanted to retire, so they sold it to Tom. And I think he owns it today. So was Tom. Oh my gosh, I remember him. Was he um, married and living in town when we were there? Yeah. There? Yeah. He was, a, he was a waiter for a while there, just kind of started and nice guy. He had kind of like a bowl haircut. Exactly, yeah. black, black, darker, darker, darker First, hair. All right, Susan. So that's who I was talking about. I was thinking his name was Dennis for some reason. Yeah, that I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, he was yeah. a nice guy. Yeah. Look at his last nice name, Tom. Tom. I don't remember. We used to hang out with him a lot. Like we'd go to his yeah, house he, for like little parties and stuff. Because he was still, I mean, he was younger, even though he used to had a wife. Yeah, right. he was I don't there know if he had a kid ever. or not. Yeah, yeah, he laughed a lot. For a long time before I got yeah i'll have to make a point of kind of looking who i know i kind of was looking around to see who was kind of running the show when i was down there to see if the owners were there but i didn't even think to ask who it was and obviously since i don't know the correct name it wouldn't have done me any good if they would say <laughs> no. tom i'd be no. like oh okay hey, don't you know who i am i know dennis <laughs> yeah wouldn't go over too big well you know steve, steve and teeth were great for so many years you know um you know i don't know teeth was in the kitchen on and off for a long time there and so I got to know her better than Steve. And then when I moved out in the bar, I got to know Steve better. And they were just, they were just cool people. And yeah, they the, were very the good trust to me. they had in us was unbelievable. They were very good to me, too. You, you could, you know, you had a, it was like having a mom and dad uh, away from home. Yeah. You know, and especially Eva having a grandma <laughs> away from home, for sure. Aw. Well, do you guys have any good stories from your time there? Like, do you remember some wild customers or or was it hard getting people out after the bar closed or halloween okay so prior prior to sharing a story so has Roz, are steve and Tease going to listen to this podcast depends on how popular it gets it's too late for them to prosecute at this point. Okay. You might as well tell the story. Yeah, the statute of limitations has passed. Well, one, one thing that came to mind when Slats talked to me about doing this is, is we, we used to have a lot of fun with paupers next door. 
And uh, oh, I remember that place. we would set up maybe, you know, we'd, we'd kind of get to know those bartenders over there. So we'd set up like, I don't know, six or seven shots and send them over. <laughs> and, you know, a half hour later, they'd be sending us shots and we were back and forth shots from bar to bar. And progressively, as the night got on, the shots were worse. But oh, we kept doing them. I think I remember that. Oh, that's hilarious. And the staff would all do them, huh? Right, well, that would yeah. be the bartending yeah. staff. That we, we would get out early. Like, the kitchen closed earlier, and we didn't have to work until close. Right? I remember not having a... I remember sitting at the bar until they closed and drinking, but I don't think we had to stay and close. Yeah, I think the servers were just for the kitchen. Yeah. So nobody correctly. gave me free shots, but I'm sure I had free other stuff. Yeah, that was late <laughs> that night. Was late that was after I was out of the kitchen. kitchen. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes I think after we closed, we'd still stay in there too. Sure. Right? I remember yeah, having a few nights where you kind of lock the doors and then just have your own bar for a while. Yeah, sometimes, boy, it was tough to count the money. I can imagine. I mean, it's still got to be doing a good business. Oh, I think they were pretty successful when I was there. They were doing a lot of traveling. They had a, a, yeah. a super nice sports car, T-C-C. I, I think they made some good money over there, too. Well, I'll tell you, even now when I go down, it's packed. And it's surprisingly, like, these kids go out late, right? But you can swing by there at, like, 7 o'clock, and it's just jammed and loud, like how you would expect it to be at, like, 10 or 11. So they get the kids out earlier, too. Like when some of the places seem kind of empty, at least, you know, like I went to CI, it was reasonable when you kind of hang out and you try to go over to the pub and it was just jammed. So they're still keeping it going, which is awesome. I, and I saw, uh, I saw on some Facebook posts this week that uh, Joe Burrow was in there this week drinking. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I saw that. Who is that? That's the uh, LSU quarterback who won the Heisman, who's going to be the first round pick oh, in the yeah, NFL draft. Oh, I did hear about that. Oh, okay. Yes. I saw he was in pop. He was in the pub. Yeah, there's a picture of him. I'll, I'll send it to you guys. Um, it's on Facebook. It's on the because you know I'm on like the OU uh, parents page now, right? So I got to yeah. keep up with what's going on. Someone yeah, had a picture of him. Just too. he was sitting in a booth with like three or four of his buddies, just like having a brew or having a drink. Wow. wow. I do have a story about a famous person there. It's going to be a little off. It's it's not typical. Um, but one night, you know, I was I'm 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 kind of into music and all kinds of music. So one night, this guy, this pretty famous virtuoso violinist named Joshua Bell, um, came to the like Memod, and he was playing at Memod. So I got tickets and I had somebody cover my shift. Went and saw this, you know, violin, you know, symphony type music. And he was awesome. I was in the front row. It was crazy. So as soon as I got out of that concert or whatever, I headed to the pub to, you know, work because the person that was taking my shift, I was, you know, I just wanted to do the concert and get back. So I'm in the pub later. And then in comes Joshua Bell with a bunch of people. And they were they ended up after the after the concert being in that back table with the mirror, you know, uh, all sitting around uh, drinking back there. So I introduced myself. I was like, oh, dude, I was in the front row. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. It was funny. So he's he's a pretty uh, famous violin guy now. I don't remember where cool. we saw. I saw um, Greg Allman there, and I remember. Now he didn't come into the pub or anything, but I remember he hooked up with my friends because you know hooked they up, were, hooked up. No, 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 no. This was. They said he earned every bit of his reputation. Big, big cocaine binge night. 
I guess he stayed and partied with all of them. I wasn't that person, but yeah, I guess he stayed and partied with the students, which was my ex who worked at Tony's and my roommate who worked at the CI. They were pretty connected as far as cocaine went. And I always tell people in the 80s, you know, we didn't know it would kill you. We just knew it let us stay up a little later. My kids aren't going to listen to this, are they? Oh, please, good God. Oh, good God. We won't tell them. Anyway, yeah, I remember they partied with Greg Allman after we saw him. We saw a few shows there. It was like a big building that looked like a tin garage or something. Remember what that place was? It was the where hangar? they held all the big concerts that weren't associated. Yeah, maybe the hangar. The, the school. Yeah, it might have been. It, it might have been there. That's what it was. Yes, down by the railroad tracks. Yeah, it wasn't associated with the school, but I remember going there and seeing some a pretty oh my big God, show. The Almond Brothers played there. Well, wow. the others were dead. It was uh, Greg. Just Greg. Greg, but it was a great show. He was just a drunk, drug addict, you know. He's very cute. Well, I never thought he was cute, but I still listen. I still listen to their music today. So, I'm a big fan. Gosh. Yeah, I didn't realize they had shows at the hangar, but it seems like it would be a decent spot for it. I don't think when I was there, it was I was only there I think for its last year, but I don't think I don't remember ever oh. going to a show there. I was in a band there for a while called The Name, and we played at the Hangar. That guy, that guy uh, allowed it. I forget his name. Bruce, I think, was his name, the owner of the Hangar. And, uh, yeah, he gave us our, our first show down there. Oh, what band were you in, Andy? It was called The Name. The Name. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. It was, <laughs> yeah, 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 we were kind of a cover band. It, it, it was a good little run. It was fun. It was fun. Oh my I'm gosh, sure to be fun. at OU playing in a band. Oh, you were you a bartender gotta... and in a band, Andy. Oh, yeah. You were automatically cool. It was, <laughs> Andy, Andy had a Yugo. And I had a oh, Yugo, well, right. Oh, well. <laughs> One strike. That, that compensated for all the other Vega. stuff. I had a Chevy Vega that was puke green, and I sold it to a grad student. I don't even know how it was still running. And um, then I had a, a red um, VW Rabbit. Oh my God! My first stick shift car uh, driving around those hills. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I had a Dodge Omni. I called it the DFO for Dodge fucking Omni. <laughs> Having the stick shift was a mistake because I had that, and everyone used it as the community car. And I had to replace the clutch like every four months because no one really, everyone would take it, and no one had a, knew it, knew how to drive a stick. So it would just like crap out every four months, and I have to get it replaced. Oh, well. I remember driving. All my friends, nobody ever had a car when I was there. And we used to go out to the um, park there. There was a lake with like a little beach. It was like a regular... Strouds. Strouds Run. That's right. Strouds Run. That's where we would go and, you know, hang out and stuff like that. I think I got caught skinny dipping there. I'm not like that anymore, though. Well... I don't know. Am I still like that? You're still worried <laughs> about your kids listening? Still? No, you do not. <laughs> Ross has never seen me drink. I quit drinking 25 years ago, so she's never seen me drink. Oh, that's what Athens did to you? That's what the pub did to you? Yeah. <laughs> like I you can said, still make a mean Bloody Mary, though, apparently. I yep. can still make a mean Bloody Mary. Yep. I don't yeah, remember. Don't, don't. So, so were there fish bowls there when we were there? Oh yeah, oh, they were there when I was there. Like, they why don't I remember that? Well, they a lot of them had been broken <laughs> over the years. 
So by the time, I remember, you know, when I was working, there were only like five left. And so you, you kind of had to be like, have some clout to get one of the good fish bowls. And that they were the biggest ripoff too, because it hardly fit anything. The glass was so thick on those; it was just a total ripoff. I don't yeah. even know why anybody ordered those. Yeah. They were cool. <laughs> I don't, there was hardly any beer in it, from compared to the, like the big tall glasses. Right. Like, yeah, don't get that. It's a rip. <laughs> yeah, when I was down there last summer, I got one. I'm like, I don't remember ever having this here. And like you say, it's so heavy you can't even hold it. Although I was more just a bottled bottled bud drinker anyway, so yeah, I wouldn't switch having... off my regular. What was yeah. the? Um, there was a uh, Barrels and James. That's what it was. Wine coolers. Oh, the wine cooler yeah, era. <laughs> yeah, and they. I remember when Sex on the Beach was invented. The drink, the shot. So that was when they first started doing shots, and then. Um, Tony had martinis and stuff. We used to, I, I remember that was super dangerous. What do you remember serving the most, Andy? Draft beer. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we, we had such a good deal on pitchers. And at the time I was there, for some reason, a lot of the football players would go in there and those guys could drink like so much beer. It was just ridiculous. So they would you know, order pitcher after pitcher. And I think that's where Steve and Tease were making so much of their money. That draft beer was like, you know, super cheap, but it was super cheap to buy. And it was only the best old Milwaukee yeah. or whatever, you know, it was like crazy. crazy. <laughs> I remember because I had a job, I could afford a little bit better beer than my friends. And I used to drink Heineken's and they would have, um, I think it was at the CI, they had Robin Hood beer and it was a dollar. It was Ooh. the most disgusting thing. And that's what the kids would drink because it was a dollar for a whole bottle of beer. Robin but yeah, Hood. I was cool because I could afford a Heineken. <laughs> I've never oh. heard of Robin Hood. Yeah, you know, I have a Robin Hood can, can in my beer can collection. I thought it was like an ancient thing. I didn't know anybody. Knew well, I'm ancient. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, did the, did the uh, students tip horribly? Oh, I remember I used to say that if you had um, the the kids that tipped really well were the uh, Jewish girls from New York City. They knew how to tip. They would come in and they always knew how to tip. tip. That was okay. But I did all right. I remember I think when people went there, they knew that they had to they were supposed to tip. It wasn't like you were just going in a bar. I, I remember making pretty good money. Well, I think, too, you could run into the instance where you're, you're giving away a few drinks here and there, and you can get kind of get compensated for that, you know? I yeah, I agree. You know, and, and people kind of got, got used to, used to you, know, you know, there were regulars, obviously, and they, they took yeah. care of you. Yeah, good stuff. I can't. Now, now I want to go back, like, tomorrow. I'm thinking maybe this weekend I should go visit, visit the kid. <laughs> well, I'll just tell you how to make the beer cheese soup, and you can stay home. I well, I've probably made it a thousand times. You'd think I'd remember. Oh, it was, yeah. I couldn't believe. It. I'll tell you what exactly what it was. It was a bag of frozen mixed vegetables. Yeah. It was equal parts Velveeta and beer. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's yeah. it. Slats, do you concur? Yes. That, that sounds about that right. Sounds, that sounds exactly right to me. <laughs> I cannot believe it was so popular because it was just cheap as shit to make. <laughs> Frozen yeah. vegetables and Velveeta. Velveeta. 
Yeah. That's awesome. It, it, it's almost like it's you almost thought like there, there was some other magical ingredient, but there, there wasn't. Oh, yeah. no. People really did think it was like the best thing on earth. Oh, my God. It was so popular. Well, the beer, I guess, because you. But it was but good. I mean, it. it was like the perfect hangover type of thing to, to eat, you know? Oh, yeah. my God, no. But there was really no good food there. I mean, everything was deep fried. You know, every once well, in a while we'd kind of undeep fry the chicken, or not undeep fry, but you know, deep bread oh, the they, chicken, and, and then make those chicken breasts. They chicken breasts that were really good. They were a whole breast that they would grill and um, serve like a, a burger. And uh, the burgers were pretty good when I was there. Yeah, was the good. triple. I like the triple cheese. Yeah, that, I think yeah, that, that was called a sloppy ben. sloppy ben. It's six well, slices oh. of cheese and mayonnaise. <laughs> Oh, I think I remember that, too. Six, were they Slappy different kinds ben. of cheeses? Yep. Yeah, it was like it. two Colby, two Swiss, and two something else, and then slather it with mayo. And then, of course, we'd make it with, you know, bacon or chicken patties or yeah, stuff like that on it. I remember and, that. Yeah. But a lot of them had those little alfalfa sprouts on them. You know, she, yeah. Tease oh, was really, really into those alfalfa sprouts. They had oh, a yeah. veggie burger. It was all vegetables with... Uh, the the bean sprouts on the top cucumbers, cucumbers right yeah yeah oh yeah that I remember was that too and cream cheese it was flavored cream cheese yep oh and the one gosh. thing they did do they made the chips themselves because I remember like that was yeah. a big thing in the mornings you had to take yeah. those big tortillas and slice them into triangles and deep fry them up that was always my favorite thing because I was like those fresh chips out of the fryer delicious oh my gosh you're bringing back a big memory we'd fill up those now. big plastic five gallon buckets with them oh man yeah I remember that. Yep. You know, and then you slice them wrong, that. and Eva would be like, no, you got to do perfect triangles or something like that. Right. You know, <laughs> Wait, you know all the Eva jobs, though, if you, had to have, if you had to be hungover and be somewhere, it was perfect. You know, well, you I always be- figured if you took my job and put it out to like an hour, like a true hourly wage with the benefits I was getting there, I mean, I was making a fortune. You know? <laughs> I mean, my buddies who actually had a job where they're making, you know, not minimum wage who thought they were making money. I'm like, do you have no idea? I might be making three bucks an hour, but the, the benefits I was getting were, were spectacular. <laughs> so that's why I stayed and just kept doing it. I think I, I'm sure I stayed there until I graduated. I don't exactly remember, but I, I think I did. Yeah, Maybe I know a few I less did. hours. And then we would sometimes give, go ahead. Hard place, hard to, place leave. to leave. Yeah. Well, I it mean, was. you're kind of I, set into things. I actually worked there a couple months after graduation. Yep, it was a hard place to leave, especially when, you know, you have friends that are working on all the other bars. But then there just came a point where I hit the wall and I just needed to get out, you know. If you live there over the summers and everything and, you know, you get to know everybody, after a while I realized nobody was going anywhere. I needed to go. I had to go. Plus, I had that pesky little drinking problem. So it was time yeah. for me to go when I finally went. Yeah, I definitely I, could have I, stayed. I can still I can hear still that, that, that walk-in, walk-in cooler, cooler closing. closing. Yep. Yep. In my dreams. Why did yeah, we were in and out of that all the time. It was just a slidey thing. It was like a round thing that just slid down, and you had a – I I am five foot two and a half, maybe. We practically had to put our whole bodies in there to get – beer out yeah i remember having to like really stock those things and um yeah pretty short so (laughs) how long did you work there andy i probably worked there five years four or five Uh years i guess pretty big chunk of my college life i guess 
Wow, you probably served me a drink at some point. <laughs> Maybe. I, you know, one of the you things I take pride in is I, I feel like I was the first one to hire a female bartender. For, for so long at night, anyway, it was all guys. And finally, I hired this, this girl. She was, she was fantastic. She was going out with uh, Ken Melito, who worked at Poppers Next Door. And uh, it sort of changed the dynamic in there. And she was, she was great. Well, now Tracy. we know. But girls make better bartenders anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> I did bartend. And now they're, and now they're married, right? For a few yeah, years yeah now they're married. Yeah, two kids. <laughs> oh, you married her? No, no. Oh. <laughs> she married the bartender for Poppers. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess indirectly I, guess introduced, indirectly them. I introduced them. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, that's another one. We could have called Tracy to join this. See, I think of this all too late, Ross. Right. She should have been right. another one. That's good one to have on. Yeah. Yes, wasn't Ken the, um, he was the doorman or something. What's that? Who? I thought Ken uh, was the doorman. Ken? Oh, Ken, but at Poppers, kind of, not at the pub. Of, yeah, at Poppers. Yeah, he would Poppers, be back, he, would and, be he back was at the door for a while at Poppers, then he was in the bar too, yeah, Ken Right, right. Well, I'm friends with his current wife, so. Nice. Nice. Yeah, true. Yeah. She always said it would be just, she'd just hang out by the door with him. <laughs> Oh, yeah, maybe I think we're kind of running out of time, but maybe we've got enough for a, for a pub, too, and we'll get a hold of some of these other people and, and uh, go a little further. Right. right. Yeah. Any yeah, other definitely. memories I'm in share? touch with a few of the old pub people on uh, Facebook, but not, uh, I mean, probably a handful. Oh, that's funny. Well, I hope it never changes. I hope it's always, always there for us. Well, I'll go down and have a talk with Dennis. <laughs> Good luck. Good well, luck. I'll make Maybe some tell beer him, cheese tell soup it's Tom. for Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Susie's going to make me some beer cheese soup. We're going to have that for dinner. <laughs> well, thank you, Susie, for coming and telling us your trenches story from the pub. And, and Andy, thanks for joining us. It was so good to talk to you. Thanks for having me. Slats, of course, who's now on a mission to get there and, and yep. do some more investigation. Yeah. I maybe I'll maybe I'll ha maybe I'll have a story I can remember from the pub if I go this time. <laughs> yeah, as a father, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> it's, right. a, it's a continued. maybe. It's still a maybe. It'll trigger, It'll trigger so many so memories. Many memories. <laughs> yeah. Right. Bye bye.